You're listening to the podcast from Harvest Bible Church in Stockton, California. This message is from our Sunday night service in a series of special meetings with missionary evangelist Dr. Guy Pei. To learn more about us or to hear the rest of the meetings, please visit harvestbibleonline.org. Jesus Christ is the Lord. Jesus Christ is King. Jesus rules and reigns. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It's truly really a blessing to have uh, Pastor Richard and Corinne here. Uh, I have not known them since the Second World War. Like, like, uh, uh, I've not known them. I've not known them. Yeah, thank you. I've not known them since uh, the Revolutionary War. But nevertheless, I've known them for a long time. <laughs> good friends of ours as well. It's good to have them here from the Lord's Church in Sacramento. Amen. And, and also, Donin is here with her sister. Here, Donin, wave your hand. Yeah, over here with her sister. They go to Pastor Richard's church. You know, Donin has been working for our ministry for many years. You know, a lot of the, the product design that you see out there, she has done that. Amen. So come on, somebody. She's and, she, and for free, for free, not being paid. Just donate her time. Hallelujah. Donate her time to, to help. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Glory be to God. Um, you know, let me just talk about some of the resources out there. Um, this is a book called Keys to Receiving Your Miracle. Somebody say keys. Yeah, there's a key for every lock. There's a David for every Goliath. Amen. There's a solution for every problem. So basically, there are 28 different things that you can do to position yourself to receive your miracle. This book has gone all over the world, has been translated in more than 15 different languages. As a matter of fact, I came back um, in here in the U.S. Uh, I, of course, I live here in the U.S. in Dallas, but half of the time we overseas. You know, we have a base in Europe, in Belgium as well. And I came back home and I uh, was about to go to China. I got a letter you know, from a prisoner in China saying that he got a hold of this book in Chinese because it was translated in Chinese, of course. He got a hold of this book and that he was so blessed by it and he was asking me to pray for him. So I said, man, that's prophetic because one week later we're going to Shanghai in China. And so when I got there, I brought this letter with me and I... uh, Gave the letter to the pastor. I said, I want you to do a follow-up for me. There's somebody in a prison that got a hold of one of my books. And he was so blessed by it. And the pastor looked at me with a puzzled look on his face. He said, how in the world your book got into the prison in China? Because we're not even allowed to go visit people in prison. Hello? How many of you know God works miracles? And you're not even in prison and you can get this book tonight. Thank you for so If you love this miracle, this book is for you. Um, how many of you know that my wife is awesome? Yeah. Now she's been on mother duty here a lot lately, but I tell you what, maybe one of these nights she's going to come up and share. She is, uh, I mean, she's anointed. Thank you for your collaboration. This is one of her classic, you're God's masterpiece. It's powerful. So it's out there. 
this is a great teaching called Kingdom Reality. I think this is really pertinent to even what's going on right now. You know, how many of you know that we're, we're living in a different reality? Right? We're living in a kingdom, in a kingdom reality. And the kingdom of God has the ability to impose itself over your circumstance and change your circumstance. You know, they challenged Jesus and said, by, which, by what authority do you do those things? You know, and they said to him that he cast demons by Beelzebub. Jesus said, if I cast demons by Beelzebub, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. He said, I cast demons by the kingdom of God. And if I can cast demons, it means a kingdom has come. Amen. Amen. So, the, you, you know, you're a tri-dimensional human being with an integrated system. You have a spirit. You live in a body. Glory be to God. And, you know, you're, and you have emotions and you have a soul. And, but you, your kingdom, the kingdom, you know, in your spirit, the king, Jesus said the kingdom is in you. The kingdom has the ability to impose itself over your reality. It's a very, very powerful. I don't want to start to talk about it because I can do a message on that. But this is a very good uh, uh, message that will help you rise above your circumstances. Amen. Uh, this is a very good. We talk about the prayer gate this morning on our prophetic word for 2022. This is a great book called Breakthrough Prayer, Unlocking the Miraculous and Breakthrough to Prayer. Learn how to pray effectively and get great results. And uh, this is a very, very good book if you want to learn how to pray. Chapter 17 has over 90 prayer and prophetic declarations that you can use already, prepare, prepare for you so you can start right out of the gate. I was uh, at a national roundtable uh, back home in Dallas um, a couple of years ago, and there was a criminal judge from Pennsylvania that was sitting next to me. As we're talking, she said, I heard about your ministry. I heard you have a powerful ministry. Do you have any books? So I gave her this book. And, you know, three weeks later, she called me and she said, I want to have 50 of these copies. She said, I wrote it. She said, I read it three times. And I want to order 50 copies. And she was she's leading a prayer meeting um, in a city in a city hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And she ordered this for every person in her prayer group. And she told me ever since they started to pray those declarations and pray using this book, corruption was exposed in the city. Many people in her prayer group received deliverance and healing. There's one church in the UK that uses this book as a, as a, as a, as a handbook for school of prayer. So this is a very powerful book if you want to learn how to pray. Amen. And then my latest book, Do It Again. Somebody say, Do It Again. I hope I can get to it. I was hoping I could finish that word this morning, but the Holy Ghost took over and hijacked the service, which is a good thing. But I hope I can start to preach on revival here. You know, But this is a great book. Do it again. Anything God has ever done, God can do it again. Amen. So if you, we talk about different things, the mechanics of revival, reformation, we talk about how you can be positioned in the hands of God, to be an influencer in your generation. And so this is a powerful book. Glory be to God. And of course, we have the Evangel Cube. Amen. You can share the gospel under five minutes. Glory be to God. So anything that you're buying, um, where's Steve? Can you take this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything that you buy on our table, glory be to God. You know, it's going towards uh, 
mission Senegal. Senegal, it's a country where of a certain predominant religion. Um, you know, I'm not going to say which, but uh, so in some of these countries, we do some, you know, covert work, some overt work, but we're, we have a tremendous opportunity to build a school there. All right? Even if you bought everything on our table, you're not going to be able to give me the $250,000 that I need. But I mean, if you know how do you eat an elephant, one bite at a time. Amen? So praise be to God. So I encourage all of you, get something. Amen? A birthday present or something. But all the teachings are very substantial and very educational. All my teachings are equipping teachings. Amen? Glory be to God. So now we're no longer Sunday morning. These evening meetings, um, yes, we're going to be uh, teaching and preaching, but predominantly we want to let the Spirit of God uh, move, amen? amen? And so this is a good place. You know, I want to encourage you to, to, to invite people to these meetings. We still have uh, tomorrow night. We still have uh, Tuesday night. We still have uh, Wednesday night. So when we have extended meetings, you know, I know some people love to pick and choose, but not, not uh, any two of them are going to be alike. Amen? But it always gets better. Thank you for your collaboration. And the Bible says we, we, go, we move from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Amen? So if you're here tonight for the first time and you've never heard me speak, um, don't take it personal. Um, my voice is going to go up a little bit. And, 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 you know, there may be a little bit of an intensity here. And, and, and uh, we strongly believe in the operation, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But that doesn't mean that, you, you know, you, your life is led by prophecy. The Bible says that those who are led by the Spirit are children of God. But in the same breath, the Bible says not to despise prophecy. Amen. The Bible also said that let one prophesy, let the other judge. So you get a word from the Lord, you know, you take that and you write it down and you, you know, you judge it. Glory be to God. Paul said, I know in part and I prophesy in part. Amen. So let's be open, you know, we need to have a prophetic dialogue and prophetic protocol. Glory be to God. Of course, we got the Sanhedrin here, you know. Under the watchful eyes of the Sanhedrin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See if I make any mistake or anything. Oh, all right. No, I'm just giving them a hard time. They, you know. So let's, um, let's go back into the word of God today here. We started to give a prophetic word of the Lord for this season. Uh, Psalm chapter 3, verse 1 and 4. Lord, and I wanna, you know, the audience online, listen. You know, the same power. You know, you're online. There's no distance in the realm of the spirit. And, and words have power, presence, prophetic and spiritual implication with no geographical limitation and span the universe at a speed of light. So the power of God, you know, right there can touch you. I mean, when we started, uh, uh, you know, every, every Tuesday, sometimes every Tuesday, every Saturday, I have a program on Facebook called It's Miracle Times. At one, at one o'clock California time. So you should tune in sometimes or watch the replay. But when we started the lives on, on our live programs, you know, we had, um, we had several major miracles that took place, uh, miracles that took place. We, of course, we always, we pray for the sick people get healed, but there was a lady watching and she was, um, 
she, you know, her baby, the name I think the name of the baby was baby Riley or Rayleigh. I don't, I don't remember all the name, but her baby was dead in the womb. Hello? During the, the I, I had a pick of the, the lockdown and I was doing this program and this, this lady came and they, they asked me to pray. And, and I was actually in Europe. I was in Belgium and they were here in the United States and I pray over on Facebook and they went back to the doctor. Her baby came back to life. Amen. So we, we, had, we had people with blind eyes open, deaf ears open online. So the only reason I'm sharing this is those of you watching online, you can, you can extend your faith and believe God. Thank you for your, for your whatever. And I heard that mosquito flying in the back there. Thank you for your support. Psalms chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 1 and 4. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there's no help for him in God. But Sunday, somebody said this, but thou, Lord, Lord. are sure for me. My glory and the lifted of mine head. All right. Thank you very much. I cry unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me of his holy heel. Amen. Psalm 24 verse 6. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek the, thy face, O Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gate, and be lifted up, ye everlasting door, and let the king of glory the, the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord, the Lord mighty in battles. Amen. So let's stand up one more time. There will be other scriptures. If we go deeper into more gates, if we close it out today, there will be probably Matthew chapter 11. We, you know, but uh, let's see how far we're going to go. Let's just stand up one more time if you can. And let's raise our hands towards heaven. And I want you to just make this prophetic declaration. Say this with me. Say, Father God. In the name of Jesus, I come before you. I boldly declare that I believe in the supernatural. I believe in miracles. This evening, Lord, I ask you to give me eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to receive, a will to obey, and faith to act. In the name of Jesus, I take my position in Christ and I take authority over every spirit that does not confess the name of Jesus. I command him to leave this place and I declare that this place is an open heaven. The spirit of God is free to move. The angels of God are ascending and descending. They are going to and fro to execute the commands of God's word. Preach Holy Spirit. Teach Holy Spirit. Prophesy Holy Spirit. Heal the sick God. Do what only you can do. And take all the glory. In the matchless name of Jesus. 
Can you burn with a shout and say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't doubt, just shout and God is going to work it all out. Amen. Somebody say it's miracle time. That's what I like to say when I come on Facebook. It's miracle time. It's miracle time. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So the last, the last uh, three years, you know, uh, many of us, the body of Christ, and in many places, people have been going through a lot of things with, you know, a virus that afflicted uh, the nations of the world with lockdowns and restrictions and, you know, and many things started to happen, you know, you know, the jobs that started to end, the jobs are ending, the money is shrinking, the prices are rising, and there's so many things, and then they start to talk about other variants coming into play, and especially for parents and other people, they start to wonder, when is life going to get back to normal? You know, and, and when you go through difficult times, especially when things are out of your hand and you don't have a grip on how to turn things around, it is very difficult. And I know all the devil would like for you to do is to, to get go into fetal position and suck your tongue and feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> Hello? And unfortunately, many people get discouraged. Many people get depressed. Many people just, you know... And folks, I don't want to minimize the difficulties that uh, a lot of people have gone through, the loss of loved ones through this virus. And listen, I'm not minimizing, you know, this pandemic. I'm not minimizing the reality of this virus. And by the way, I would encourage you, you know, wash your hands and social distance, do your thing. You know, and some of you, I think that hygiene is a good thing. Thank you for your support. <laughs> but I want to, what I like to say to people, do it in faith. Don't do it in fear. But a lot of times, you have a lot of people that are feeling as if they've been, they've been pushed down the hill. And in a low place. And that will affect you emotionally, psychology, psychologically, spiritually. Do you realize, you know, Barnard, the statistician that does a lot of demographic studies and stuff like that. And the church put out a statistic that said that one third of all Christians across the nomination line have stopped going to church. One third. That's one out of every three Christians. I'm talking about charismatic, word of faith, Catholic, Baptist, uh, Baptocostal, whatever denomination you want to make up. Thank you for your collaboration. One third have stopped going to church. It was in the beginning. We're going to watch it online. By the way, watch online. I would encourage you to do that. I have my program online. But listen, watching online is never going to replace the experience of going to church. Hello? And then it's going to be, we're going to watch it later. And then I, they don't even watch anymore. And emotions are a powerful thing. And an emotion can take you to a deep place where your body language is just like, you know, you want to give up. I mean, I lost my pastor 23 years here back in December. I had to fly back in the country, you know. Uh, uh, it, was, it was tough. It was tough. It's still tough sometimes. Because I talked to him every two and a half weeks and... It's tough. Emotions, you know, emotions. I, t I remember, 
you know, after the funeral, I was, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was in my bed, and the next day, and you know, after the emotions of the weekend, you know, I just came back in, flew from Germany. I was back home, and uh, on Sunday, and then we had a funeral on Tuesday, and I was, I had one day before I, I lived, the, I was going to leave the country, and my wife called me, and I was in bed. She said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm in bed." It's 12 o'clock. That is so uncharacteristic because I don't need a lot of sleep. Thank you for your support. Four, five hours, I'm good. Six o'clock, I'm up. Glory be to God. You know, I don't need a lot of sleep. But here I was in bed, emotionally drained. So I'm trying to say to you, it's when you go through something, you know, you can, you can be hearing one of these uh, old Negro spiritual songs on the radio. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. And the tears start to come down your cheeks and you said, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Is that another one for you? Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Sometimes I say, music is powerful. And it can kind of like push your emotions somewhere. So, so a lot of people have their heads down. That's what I'm trying to communicate with you. A lot of people have had their heads, their heads down. And, you know, and for many people, the future look blinks. If you listen to the news with information warfare, which is when a narrative is used to be repeated again and again until it's reinforced as the truth. And information warfare has the power to make the innocent look guilty and the guilty look innocent. And when a narrative has been driven on the media, I'm not coming against the media, but I'm saying you got to take what you hear with a filter and discernment of the word of God. Or you're going to sunk into a deep place where it's going to be difficult for you to come out of. So a lot of people have been hanging their heads down. But here's what the word of the Lord is for this season. Lift up your heads. Oh, glory be to God. Lift up your heads. Open your gates. And let the king of glory come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord. Mighty in battle. Glory be to God. Come on, tell your body language to prophesy. Your body language is a conscious and subconscious mechanism by which you communicate your, your feelings, your, come on, your attitude. Come on. He says, lift up your head and open your gates and let the king of glory come in. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So in Joshua chapter 10, they are, they are they're on a precipice of fulfilling 40 years of waiting. And yet everything seems to be so odd because you have to understand the river was at a, at a flooding stage. So based on expert, this was a bad move. Hello? The statistics didn't line up. The circumstances didn't line up. This was a dangerous time to make a decision like that. Hello? But God in his sovereignty led them to that point and say, when I ask you to cross, you're going to cross. 
My power, glory be to God, does not depend on nomenclature, information, statistics. But I, when I, with my stretch, outstretch arm, I'm going to bring you out. I don't know who I'm preaching to. Probably now is the worst time for some of you to have visions and dreams. They're telling you there's another, there's another, there's another variant coming out. You, all you have to do is stay home and be afraid and, you know, hope somebody doesn't give it to you. Hello? But the Bible says in 1 John 5, come on, that everything that is born of God overcomes the world. And our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. I'm here to prophesy to you that, come on, this year is going to be the best year, come on, for your life. Come on, don't get caught up in definition, nomenclature, statistic. Your faith is not based on statistic. It's not based on human predictability. It's based on the word of God. It's based on what God said. And God said, I'm going to bring you through this year. I'm going to take you through this year. Oh, going forward, you are not going to break down. You're not going to break even. You're going to break through. You're going to move from faith to faith. The power of God is going to carry you from faith to faith from victory to victory but you have to come on lift your heads up you have to open your gates and let the king of glory come in so we talk about the fact that Jacob this is the Jacob generation the generation that seek you Jacob had a dream and in that dream he discovered that it was the house of God there was a ladder connected between heaven and the earth and there were some interaction. There were some transactions between heaven and the earth. And when he woke up, he said, this is not in the house of God. It is the gates of heaven. We said the house of God is the gate, is the gates of heaven. So what heaven wants to release on earth, glory be to God, is through the gates of the house of God. In the house of God, there are activities of power, operation of the spirit, technology of the spirit. Glory be to God. And that has to make its way out. And then Paul came and talked to us about a new paradigm in the New Testament saying, don't you know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? So now that same concept is transposed to me. Glory be to God. Everywhere I go, I am the house of God. I am the gates of heaven. And I can lift up my head. I can open the gates. And the king of glory will step in glory be to God and this king he's the messiah the word messiah means the anointed one and the anointed act 10 38 how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and power went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed for God was with him he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me he has anointed me to heal and bound the broken heart to preach the gospel to the poor to open the prison door to bring restoration glory be to God the Messiah is still doing those things Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever but we need to create a supernatural highway for the power of God to be manifested in our lives by lifting up our heads and opening the gates and let the king of glory come into our circumstances we understand that the devil operates through yokes the purpose of the yoke is that whoever controls the yoke control the circumstances so he likes to put yokes of addiction yoke of sicknesses yoke of depression yoke of infirmity on people ah but the anointing breaks the yoke so when you lift up your head and open your gates the king of glory comes in and he will break the yoke of addiction he will break the yoke of infirmity he will break the yoke of depression he will 
break the yoke of limitation and the power of God is going to set you free and take you to another level. Somebody shout glory three times. So we talk about, this is the generation I was, I was surrounded by trouble and they said there was no help for me. But thou, O Lord, thou shield for me. The glory and the lifter of my head. Glory be to God. And this is the generation that seek you. Hallelujah. So the first gate we talk about this morning. The gate that we have to open up to let the king of glory come in in this season. So we can experience the power is the prayer gate. Somebody say the prayer gate. We talk about that. The next gate, glory be to God, that we didn't get to get to this morning is what I call the miracle gate. <laughs> glory be to God. The miracle gate. Somebody said the miracle gate. Oh, yes. And they are connected. When you open up the prayer gate, When you open up the prayer gate and the king of glory steps in, what will happen next is that miracles will happen. The miracle gate. The scripture is full of accounts of people who face impossibilities. But when they decided to act on the word. Oh, they asked Jesus, what is the will of God? He says, the will of God is to believe in whom the Father sent. Hello? Come on, you want to do the will of God? Believe in whom the Father has sent. Believe in the Son of God. Hallelujah. Believe in the Son of God. He said, what is impossible with man is possible with God. Glory be to God. The miracle gate. It is interesting that in Acts chapter 3, When Peter and John went into the temple, there was a man sitting outside of a gate called Beautiful. At the hour of prayer, glory be to God. He was sitting outside of the gate. Remember the house of God is the gates of heaven. He was sitting outside of the gate of the temple, a gate called Beautiful. And this man is sitting there. He's been paralyzed for 30 plus years. Translate one, 38 years he's been paralyzed. And he's stuck in a spot in his life. And a gate is worse than a door. Because when the gate, o- gate, the gate opens, you can get a glimpse to what's happening on the other side. And here he is paralyzed and he's stuck in this particular spot. And he's looking at the beautiful gate and people are passing him by years after years after years after years. And he can only dream or imagine what it was like to go through these beautiful gates. And when you're stuck sometimes and everything else is happening in other people's life, it's almost as if everybody else is playing a game in life that no one told you the rules to. You're like, you know, they announced, you know, sister... Sister, 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 hallelujah, is getting married to Brother Wonderful. And you're like, Lord, I've been faithful here for the last 25 years. I have not even received a date. She just got saved yesterday and there they are getting married. 
going into the beautiful gate of life. When is my turn going to come? Somebody talk about getting a house and a car and a job and you are struggling. You are stuck. But I'm here to tell you, lift up your heads. Open your gates. Open the prayer gate. It was at the hour of prayer. The hour of prayer is the hour of power. And Peter and John came by the man that was stuck outside of the gate called Beautiful. And Peter said, look at us, silver and gold. I have not, but such I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the power of God came on his life. The miracle gate was opened. His leg received strength. He got up and the Bible says he was walking. He was leaping. He was praising the Lord. He got inside of the temple where there was a lot of dignity, but he was bringing a demonstration. Why? Because the miracle gate was open. Oh, when the miracle gate is open, glory better God, the dignity which we change into a demonstration, the religion will be changed into a revelation, glory better God. And I'm here to tell you that this is a season when as you lift up your head and opening your gate, God is releasing signs and wonders and miracles in your finances, in your relationships, in your body, in your circumstances. Come this is not a time to go on a fiddle position and suck your tongue and feel sorry for yourself but let your body language prophesy hey lift up your heads open your gates and let the king of glory come in who is this king of glory the lord strong in battle the lord strong and mighty he is the Messiah, the anointed one. And every yoke will be broken by the power of God. Shout glory three times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter said, silver and gold I have not. In other words, you think that what you need for your problem to be solved is silver and gold. But actually, that's not really what you need. In the middle of this crisis that we are in the world, I'm not coming against the government, but I'm going to tell you, no government is going to be able to help you. Hello? Hello? Thank you for your collaboration. I'm telling you right now, some of you think, you know, I need Uncle Sam to help me. You think you need the silver. Get some help if you can. I'm not going against that, but I'm telling you, any other help that you can get is temporary. It's not going to solve the spiritual reality of your situation. Silver and gold I have not. I can push it further. Some people think if I can only get a man. Oh. 
I need a man to make me feel like a woman. Please don't raise your hand. This ain't an altar call. If I can only get a woman, I, I need a woman make me feel like a man. Woo. If I can only get a car, if I can only get a house, you can get all of that and still feel miserable. What Peter was saying, you think you need the gold, you think you need the silver, but what you really need is the power of God. And when you get the power, the power will give you the silver. The power will give you the gold. The power will give you the house. The power will open the door. The power will open the door of the gates, the beautiful gate. The power will transport you from the place of limitation into a place you can only dream. You can only see with your eyes, but now physically you can experience it and get in a place you could never go before. I'm telling you what America need right now, needs right now is the power of God from the church house to the white house no bailout no government program is going to transform the city solve our crimes and remove the gangsters out of the streets people need to be touched by the glory of God people need to be transformed oh people need to have heart surgery glory be to God and when the Holy Ghost will touch them when the glory will touch them when there will be a revival and awakening we will see a regional transformation hallelujah hallelujah and some of you God wants to use you as miracle workers to open the miracle gates come on somebody you will pray and you will open the miracle gates you will pray and you will open the miracle gates you will pray Hey, and his power will flow through you. For yeah, you are the tabernacle. Ha! For he dwells in you and you are the carrier of his glory. You will pray. Yeah. Woo! Glory be to God. Let me pray for you. I know you're looking at me. Stand up, young man. Yes, you. Woo! You will pray. You will pray. You will pray. And God will open the miracle gates. You will pray. Don't say I'm shy. Don't say I don't have what it takes. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. The Lord will do something in you. Glory be to God. It shall flow like a river. It will thunder like the thunder. You will speak with boldness his word. Glory be to God. If you pray, God will open the miracle gate. If you pray, God will open the miracle gates. If you pray, somebody say glory three times. Both of you stand up, stand up, stand up. Hallelujah. When you pray, God, he already has opened the miracle gate, but he will 
continuously opened the miracle gate. So there's a new anointing that is coming over you in this season. The Lord said, step out and be bold. When you pray, God will open it in the marketplace. God will open it in the, come on, marketplace. Oh, ski this divine appointment. Hallelujah. Seed that have been sown. Glory. Better God are going to come back. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together and running over. Glory. When you pray. Hallelujah. Shout glory three times. Come on, Donnie. Get out. Of Hallelujah. When you pray, God will Open up the miracle gates. Hallelujah. The power of God is ministering to you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Tension around your neck. Tension around your back. It's been pressure over your head is lifting right now. Hallelujah. There's a miracle gate opening to you, to your body. The healing power of God is flowing over you. I release it now in the name of Jesus. When you pray, God will open the miracle gates. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Your bones are getting touched. Glory be to God. Your joints are getting touched. Take a deep breath. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Tension around your neck and your lower back. Hallelujah. Your immune system is getting touched. Glory be to God. You're coming into a new season. It's a season of refreshing where supernatural strength is in entering into your body. Hallelujah. When you pray, there's a miracle gate. Hallelujah. Come on, those of you online, when you pray, when you pray, come on, there's a miracle gate that is going to open. Hallelujah. I prophesy miracle gates. Be open. I prophesy favor. I prophesy favor. This year, I declare new platforms, new money, new connections. Oh, supernatural favor. Open doors when you pray. A miracle gate. Glory be to God. Glory be to God, a supernatural year carried by the winds of the Holy Spirit into new places with demonstration. Mundreskumba, Riskambonde, Alaskunte Teskumba, Rispambunde Tikabambo, Elaskunde, and yea, it will flow through you, it will flow in you, and the Lord will lift you up. Hallelujah. And take you into a new place in Him, and you will speak His word. And he will fulfill his word. He will watch over his word to perform it. Hallelujah. Come on, Pastor Richard and Corinne. Hallelujah. A miracle gate. A miracle gate. Oh, a miracle gate out of the Lord's church being open. Hallelujah. I declare it. I release it now over you. This year. Hallelujah. New things. Hallelujah. Not that the old was bad, but new things are coming. Hallelujah. The miracle gate. The miracle gate. The miracle gate. Breakthrough and miracles. Shall glory three times. 
Come on, there will be no revival if Mr. Amen and Mr. Glory and Mr. Hallelujah are not present in the meetings. Can you say hallelujah? Can you say glory? Come on, don't pontificate. Don't speculate. Come on, don't spectate. God wants you to participate. Can you participate with the hallelujah? Can you participate with the glory? Can you participate? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister with the glasses, the power of God is touching you. If you stand up and just raise your hand and receive, hallelujah. Your immune system is getting calibrated, glory be to God. Your nervous system is getting touched. Where there's nerve inflammation, you are getting healed by the power of God. In the name of Jesus, your back, your jaw, your shoulder, your hip, and your knees are getting ministered to. Hallelujah. You have five distinct separation where there's inflammation and pain. The power of God is touching you. You are getting healed right now. Your eyes are getting healed. Your neck is getting healed. Your back is getting healed. Come on, somebody. Shout glory three times. Shout it is miracle time. It is miracle time. It is breakthrough time. I declare to you right now that the miracle gate is open tonight. If you need a miracle, get out of your seat. If you need a miracle, get out of your seat. Run down to this altar right now. Mondrescu, Ezoba, you know, take some social distance. We're gonna be praying. Zumroski, Escobra, Iloska, the Miracle Gate. Esconde, take a deep breath. I rebuke infirmity. I rebuke illnesses. Every form of illnesses. In every form of illness. In the name of Jesus, take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out. 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 Oh, it's all, the anointing is already over you right now. Some of you can feel it. Oh, I'm going to need some men to catch some of the people here that are under the influence of the Holy Spirit. In the name, I rebuke every sickness, every infirmity. Right now, pain go, infirmity go, sickness go, lose your hole in the tissue, in the fiber, in the muscle, in the blood. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every form of illness represented here and I prophesy signs, wonders and miracles. Those of you watching at home, the same anointing is on you. Take a deep breath. Put your hands where you need to be healed right now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath. Receive your miracle now. The miracle gate is open. In Jesus' name, the miracle gate is open. When I pray for you, receive the miracle. The miracle gate is open. The miracle gate is open. Receive your miracle now. Receive your miracle. Receive your miracle. Receive. Take a deep breath. Breathe in. In Jesus' name. Be healed. Receive your miracle. Take a deep breath. Sickness, loose your hold. Take a deep breath. Breathe in. 
and breathe out. Receive your muskru. Receive, receive your. Take a deep breath. Receive your healing now. In an uskumroske, riskonda. Receive your miracle now. Take, take a deep breath. Shubroska, riskonde. Take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out. Receive your eskobro, zibrande. Receive, receive your healing now. Take a deep breath. Breathe in. Shubresko, ibroneska. Receive, receive your miracle now. Oh, the power of God is all over this building. Shumleska, embrundes kiva, muskundri, abrundes, ebloles kumva, ribu, ebasko. Even now, the power of God is in you to heal you, to restore you, oh, to bring you to the place of health. Receive it now. Hey, hallelujah, new strength. It's coming over you. Now Jesus healed, healed the man with the withered hand. But how did he heal him? He never prayed for him. He says, stretch your hand. And the critic would say, but he didn't pray for him. Why would he ask him to stretch his hand? Couldn't he see that he has a paralyzed hand, a withered hand? But Jesus says, stretch your hand. What does that mean? Do something you could not do before. And by that, by that Jesus man. When you do something you couldn't do before, you're releasing your faith. And when you release your faith, my power is here to heal you. Come on, somebody. Right now, I'm going to ask you, standing right here in the presence of God, where the anointing of God is flowing in this altar, I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm talking about physically. Do something you could not do before. Move that shoulder, move that back, move those knees to down. Do something you could not do before right now. Release your faith and receive your miracle right now by the power of God. I decree and declare miracles, signs and wonders. Miracles, signs and wonders. Come on, your back is getting healed. Your leg is getting healed. Your shoulder is getting healed right now. Shumbre, esco, bandre, huskibabo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Come on. Move that. That's right. That's why I like that. Move that back. Move that. You're getting healed. You're getting healed. Your hands getting healed right now. Faith without action is dead. Come on. Oh, banduke sibala mambloki teskora. Come on. Ears be healed. Feet be healed. Shoulders be healed. Back be healed. Eyes be healed. Hands be healed. Oh, skabrulisko. Come on, at home, right now, the power of God is moving through those cameras where you are at home. Do the same thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your shoulder is getting healed. Your neck is getting healed. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Shout is miracle time. Shout is miracle time. It's miracle time. 
Come on, begin to thank God for your healing. Thank God for your miracle. Come on, thank God. Thank God. Now, how many of you here standing here on this altar call have felt the power of God? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. You felt the power of God. Raise your hand. How many of you here after prayer, you try to do something you couldn't do, you feel better already? Wave, wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. You feel better already. Hallelujah. How many of you would say that the Lord has healed you? You are healed. Raise your hand. The pain has gone. Thank you. You're healed. You're healed. Raise, keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. You're healed. You're healed here. You're healed here. You're healed here. You're healed here. Raise your hand if you're healed. Raise your hand. You're healed. You're healed. You're healed. Over there, heal, heal. Now, all those of you that receive healing, come here to the front. Come here to the front. Come here to the front. All those of you that have your hands up, stand, stand here. Stand here in the front. Stand here in the front. Hallelujah. Stand here in the front. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn around and face the church. Turn around and face the church. Yes. Hallelujah. Face the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I may like to get it recorded. Um, so if my wife, you can come and take my phone and I know you have mama duties. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's right there. I give it, it's in the bag. Thank you. Amen. So just tell us, tell us, just tell us, uh, your, your name and what was, what was wrong. And, uh, maybe it's in your bag. No, it's not. That's my wallet. Where's your purse? It's in your purse. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You got it? There we go. Amen. So just, um, she's, she's filming this. So uh, we just tell us, uh, just tell us what was wrong with you before and what the Lord did tonight. Amen. Glory be to God. That God is free to interrupt my sermons anytime and let the healing break out because this is signs and wonders meeting, right? Amen. Wonderful. Um, my name is Taylor, and uh, my back, like it hurt really bad. And when I got prayed for, um, I was stretching it, and it doesn't hurt anymore. Amen. Thank you so much, Taylor. Go back to your seat. Um, my name is Sarah, and my back and my ankle had been hurting, and my ankle had been hurting. Like, I couldn't, it hurt to walk on it. And when I was prayed over, um, I was rolling it around, and it felt completely better. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. My name's Chris, and a couple weeks ago, I hurt my left knee really bad, and it, like, just hurt when I walked. And then I started bending my knees after you prayed for me, and it uh, didn't hurt anymore. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes. The doctors say that my arteries are clogged in my legs, but I'm claiming that they're not clogged anymore. Amen. Are you, you feel any difference in your legs? Well, I can lift them, but um, not really. <laughs> Just the Amen. same. But I could lift them before, too, though. Amen. So, Praise but, the Lord. But I'm claiming they're, they're, they're healed. Amen. <laughs> yes, yes. Amen. My name is Belinda, and I have really high, high blood pressure. So I'm believing it's gone. Amen. Yes, Praise I'm the Lord. Okay, uh, my name's Samuel. I did wrestling in high school last year, and I messed up my neck like like nine months ago. And every time I looked like this, it would hurt super bad. And I, I can look left. <laughs> I can look left side of hurting. Hallelujah. So. Thank you, brother. 
my um, my issue wasn't really um, a physical one. Mine exactly. was most, mostly mental. Yes, um, I suffered with a lot of depression yes. and anxiety. Yes. You know, and um, I really am. I am. I've been. Man, I've been on the road to recovery, and it's all because of this place, you guys. Like, it's all because of you guys, you know? Like, there's so much joy in my life and everything, and just being here and meeting him is just, it just reminds me every day. It's just constant reminders that just being happy and not, just like what he said, not worrying about the funds and the money and stuff, but just ch chasing the joyfulness and the happiness. You'll find yourself in abundance so fast. Like, I'm telling you, you really will. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Yes. My name is Laura, and I had a tingling going on in the mid of my back where I had a pinched nerve, and I feel it's getting healed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. Hi. My name is Jenny. Had a bad leg when I came in, but don't have it no more. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My name is Desiree, and I prayed for my skin and my thyroid, um, but I feel that I received a whole lot more than just that, Amen. that my faith has been restored, Amen. and I just feel... Blessed. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Uh, my name's Isaac, and my left eye started to get like a lot weaker, and I started to notice it a lot. And as like even as I, I was working the camera, I noticed my left eye as I looked at that. It started. It was like getting blurry, and that's and that's been like for a while now. Like I noticed for like the last two weeks, like three weeks, that my left eye was getting worse. And then I couldn't test it, but then I went back to the camera, and I looked, and I was like, Wait, I can see it clearly now. <laughs> and I was like. And it was really cool. So yeah, I came back. Come on, somebody. Give to the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Come on, you gotta be, you gotta expect. Somebody say expect. Well, Robert used to say, expect a miracle. Every day, expect a miracle. The man look at Peter expecting. Hallelujah. You got neutral expectation. Some people have neutral expectation. How I many of you know you cannot drive a car neutral? If you tried that, you probably wouldn't have been here tonight. Some people have negative expectations. They believe the worst. They like to catastrophize everything. They get a little symptom. Oh, that must be cancer. They get a little bit of headache. Oh, that must be a tumor. They get a little bit of a problem. Oh, I knew it was not going to work. They get a little bit of a situation. They always expect the worst. Come on, negative expectations. You know, uh, they, they, they are pessimists. They believe the worst. Hello? Some people have negative expectations. Glory be to God. Some people have neutral expectation. Some people have glory be to God. Positive expectations. Amen. So you got to expect God to do a miracle. Glory be to God. Job chapter 4 verse 4. Your word has put me back on my feet. God's word has the power to put you back on your feet. Somebody said the miracle gate. Let me give you one more. The praise gate. No, no, actually the confession gate. Somebody said the confession gate. Oh yes, the confession gate is a very important gate. So, you know, words have powers. 
Words have presence. You may not realize this, but your body listens to your voice more than any other voice. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2 says, Thou art snare with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of your mouth. One translation says, Listen, your voice has more authority to your ears than any other voice. How do you get saved? You get saved, Roman 10, by confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. And that's how the king of glory steps in. The Messiah comes in and takes over. All right? So you have to realize that the speech center of the brain is connected to the nervous system. The moment you start to say something, your body responds to it. So you have a lot of people that are negative. They always speak negatively over themselves. They speak about negative things over their children, over their health, over their marriage. And many of those things later become self-fulfilling prophecies. Like the lady that said that her grandkids were more stupid than dogs. Hello? Uh... What's the, man, what's the man who invented the light bulb? His name is escaping me right now. Edison. Edison came home as a young boy with a note from the teacher. And he gave that note to his mom. And his mom said, you won't be able to go back to school. So Edison asked his mom, what did the teacher say? The teach, his mom says, the teacher said, you are so smart. You are so highly intelligent. You are too smart to continue to study with those kids. Hello? Thank you for your support. Years later, when his mother died, and he was going through, through her stuff, and he found that letter where the school teacher said, your kid is too stupid, always in foolish dreams, cannot learn with other kids, Therefore, we're going to ask you not to send him back to school. Hello? But the mother opened the confession gate. Come on. She spoke what she believed and her son, come on, turned out to be a great scientist and an inventor. Come on, somebody. The spiritual realm is pregnant with the energy to manifest something. Hello? But when you speak something and believe it in your heart, you are the one that has the authority to authorize, glory be to God, certain things to happen negatively and positively. They are demonic activities, but they are also angels. The spiritual realm is the causal realm. Amen. Psalm 141 verse 3 says, Set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the doors of my lips. Think about this. A gate is a door of entrance. To a realm that you either wants to keep people out of or could keep things within. You never design a building without doors. Otherwise, you can't go in or you can't get out. So what God is trying to say, what is it that God is trying to keep from exiting your mouth by placing a guard upon it? Think about it. Hello, your tongue lives in proximity of your spirit. Your words have creative potential. 
There's a psychology of word, word express thought. There's a biology of words. Words have life. The words contain life and death. Glory better God. There's a theology of word, word express what you believe. Hello? And how did Jesus was manifested onto the earth? 400 years before he came to the earth, Isaiah prophesied. Prophets of old begin to set into motion the coming of the Messiah by prophesying hundreds of years before he ever came. Hello? God used spiritual word to manifest the Messiah here. And I'm here to tell you that spiritual words are used to bring about the manifestation of that which God has promised. And you better start to, if you have nothing good to say, say nothing. Thank you for your support. And my husband will never change. I must have been stupid when I got married to him. Oh yeah, he didn't notice. Hello? I got some of the dumbest kids in the world. Your kids are going to get dumber. Continue to say that. Won't you say, I mean, my husband, he's like, I mean, he's the most awesome thing that happened to me. He is smart. He is anointed. He loves the Lord. He loves me. He loves our children. Won't you start speaking life over your marriage? Won't you start to say things like, my kids are anointed. They will excel in academics. Oh, they won't get in trouble. They will stay away from bad relationships. Once you say things like, my kids are going to serve God. Hallelujah. Come on, my kids are going to fulfill God's purpose in their generation, just like David. Hallelujah. Once you start saying things like, I'm anointed, come on, to do the will of God at a level this world is not familiar with for the glory of God. I'm anointed to pray. I'm anointed to declare the word. I'm anointed to live for God. Once you start, come on, open your gates lift up your head open your gates and let the king of glory come in who is this king of glory the lord strong and mighty he rides on the words of your confession i possess what i confess confession confession of god's word works for you because it set the landmark the limit and boundaries for your life. If you don't know what to say, speak the word. Confession of God's word works for you because confession empowers us to have dominion with words. Some of you are being dominated by your words. You keep speaking negative things over yourself. Listen, confession of God's word works for you because it causes faith to come. Faith comes by and hearing the word. So if you keep speaking the word, guess what? Faith is going to rise within your spirit. Confessing God's word works for you because it puts the angels to work for you. Psalm 103 verse 20, bless the Lord, you his angel, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. The angels, some of you have, your angels are so bored. Uh, the whole day they're following you. Negative confession. Negative. I don't think it's going to work. I think this is probably going to be one of the worst week we're ever going to have. But then there are other people, their angels are overworking. 
Come on. This is going to be the greatest week. This is going to be the greatest year. I know my bank account is not reflecting it, but the money is come. Oh, I know doors are going to be opened. The favor of God is coming. Glory be to God. Angels are going before me, behind me. Doors are being opened. Hallelujah. New money, new connection, new favor. I am not a sick man trying to be healed. I'm a healed man. The devil is trying to make sick by his stripes. I am healed. Hallelujah. Come on. America may be going economically downward, but I am not participating. I am part of God's kingdom economy. That means my money is increasing. Glory be to God. That means I get more business than I know what to do with. If I'm in a business world, come on. That means I glory be to God. I'm going to get out of debt with no sweat. Hallelujah. God is going to move supernaturally. And these angels are going. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Confessing God's word works for you because it's one of the ways you sow seed into the kingdom. Confessing God's word works for you because it frames your world. Confessing God's word works for you because it renews the mind to the word of God. Confessing God's word works for you because it keeps the answer before you. Confessing God's word works for you because it gets our spoken word in line with the word of God. Confessing God's word works for you because there's a connection between what you say and what comes to happen in your life. What happens in your life? Confession of God's word works for you because your confession is a sealing of your faith. Your faith will not exceed your confession. Confession of God's word works for you because it sets faith, the law of faith, in motion. Lift up your heads. Come on, let your body language prophesy. Hallelujah. Somebody shout the prayer gate. Somebody shout the miracle gate. The confession gate. Hallelujah. That's how the Messiah is going to ride in this season. Let me give you one more for tonight. The praise gate. I said the praise gate. Oh, the praise gate is interesting. It's interesting that uh, during the triumphant entry, this is what we're, I'm, I'm shifting scriptures now. And I'm going to uh, Mark chapter 11. This is a scripture that most... Preacher will preach around Easter, Palm Sunday. It's interesting that during this time, you know, you know, Easter introduces us to a week of redemption, reformation, revival, and transformation. And Jesus Christ began to have a celebration before he actually won anything. Hello? I don't know about you. You know, I come from Dallas and we have the Cowboys. They just play. Okay. I, I, hear, I hear you now. You guys beat us the other day that's okay we're in the kingdom we are the cowboys we haven't won nothing since 1978 but we're still called America's team 
Go figure that one out. We have the Dallas Mavericks. You know, we won in 2005. I think we won the championship against the Miami Hits. And it's interesting. Every time, you know, a team wins a Super Bowl or the NBA championship, you know, they call themselves champions of the world. It's interesting in America, we don't invite nobody else to play <laughs> in our championship when we win. Champion of the world! I thought that was interesting. But every team will have a parade. Somebody say a parade. parade. You know, they sit, you know, on this huge truck, you know, with a back bed, you know, on it. And, you know, people flexing. Some people taking their shirt off and, you know. And then some people wearing the hats and buying the t-shirts. And people that never even played there on the side of the road. Yeah, we're a champion. <laughs> They're having a celebration. Because they won. But here in Matthew chapter, in Mark chapter 11, Jesus is having a parade before he won. I've never, I've never seen anybody, you know, hey, uh, guys, I'm going to die. Let's have a party. Most people are like, bring the Kleenex, the, the tissue box, the Kleenex box in. I just want you to know that I love you all these years. I didn't mean some of the words I'd said and introspection. But Jesus, he did it like a boss. Come on now. He organized. There was a celebration. He had a parade before the crucifixion, before he won. He had what I call a foreshadow parade. Foreshadow means to represent, to indicate. To typify beforehand when a piece of a foreshadowing shows up early in the narrative. Then it hints or gesture towards something that is going to take place later in the plot. He knew something that we didn't know. That the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. So he started to celebrate the victory prophetically. And people got on both sides of the road and they opened the praise gate. And saying, Hosanna, God saves. Hosanna, God saves. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. And the Messiah came riding on a donkey. He went through the gates of praise. And he released the greatest victory. Glory be to God. Oh, Satan wished he would have never crucified him. He released, come on, he released redempt, a redemptive power that pushes back into a pre-Adamic fall adjudication. When Adam fell from sin, he didn't just fall from sin, he fell from dominion and Jesus put us back into a place of dominion. So when they opened the praise gate, glory be to God, the Messiah came in and with a, a prophetic celebration of the victory. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but God sent me here tonight to let you know that your fight this year is not for the victory. It is from victory. 
It is from victory. And you're going to have to learn how to give God the praise on credit. Not for what he has done, but for what he is about to do. For he dwell in the praises of his people. Ah, ah, instead of going in a fiddle position and suck your tongue, come on. He dwells in the square footage of your praise. So you better open up your mouth and begin to celebrate the miracles and the signs and wonders that God is going to perform this year. And this becomes your the demonstration of your expectation. Your celebration is a demonstration of your expectation. The reason why Jesus was celebrating before the victory was because he had the expectation to win. Come on, glory, better God. Oh, the Bible said that everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Come on, praise and worship. It's not some spiritual calisthenic that we do, singing two fast songs and three slow songs to hear a sermonette for Christianette that go home and smoke cigarette after they serve the net and drinking a daiko. Come on. This thing called praise, come on somebody. This thing called praise, it will open up a gate. A gate of God's presence. A gate of God's power. A gate of God's anointing. I'm telling you, it was the king will step into the situation of impossibility. And God will perform miracles. I remember many, many years ago. As a young athlete called in the ministry, just got saved and the Lord was using me in the area of healing and deliverance and there's just unique signs and wonders. When I would pray for people, they would get healed. But I wasn't really trained yet in the word and I didn't have a lot of experience. Then early on those days, uh, you know, I went to two years of Rama training, uh, Bible training center with a set of missionaries that was mentoring me. But before that time, the Lord was using me significantly. I would pray for people and they would get healed. And so the words kind of get, start to get out that this young man, you know, the Lord is using him. And, and so uh, <coughs> on one particular occasion, there was a family that was dealing with demonic activities in their homes. In their home and they requested that I should come over to pray for this demonic activity. They have a baby that I cry for like a day or something like that. And there were several other things going on. So I got into that room, you know, young, excited. You know, I've seen at that time, you know, the first, I remember my first miracle. I prayed for a man. His name was Paul. He was in a bad car wreck. And he had all kinds of bones broken. And I lay hands on him in the hospital. You could hear the bones crack. He was completely healed. I was like walking in a cloud of glory. And so I was so hungry for the supernatural. Now they took me to this particular situation. I've never dealt with demonic activities before. And so as I got in there, the whole family got in the house. And I was there by myself. That was overseas, by the way. It wasn't in America. 
And I started to open my mouth to pray. The demon manifests. And only a demon manifests. The demon jumped from this particular child to the other person. And, and when I pray for them, the demon jumped to the other person when I pray. And then all of a sudden, all these people start to manifest demons. I got surrounded. Ooh, I didn't know what to do. I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray. So I called my pastor. Pastor came over. He tried to pray, same thing happened. Now we started at around 6 o'clock. Now it was 3 o'clock in the morning. No result. And we all wore out by these demons. So we were tired. And these demons start to mock us. Hey, 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 you're tired. <laughs> so when suddenly I heard in my spirit, just praise me. Just praise me. I told pastor, I think the Lord just spoke to me. Just praise me. And we just started to praise God. We said, praise God, hallelujah, he's alive. We, did, we, didn't, we didn't even have Pastor Pamela. We didn't have Jesus culture. We didn't have, thank you for your support, Hillsong or whoever. Come on, it was a raggedy voice. Come on, hoarse voice after shouting for seven hours, having a shouting match with the devil. We start to praise God, praise God, hallelujah. When we start to praise God, these demons started to scream. Come on, somebody. In under five minutes, every person was delivered. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, we opened the praise gates. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So sometimes when you don't know what to do, come on. Just praise him. I know, I know, we, we get so used to it, but we don't realize the power, the power of our praise. Come on, the Bible said, praise Him in the sanctuary. Praise Him, hallelujah, when the sun rises. Praise Him when the sun goes down. Come on, praise Him. Praise Him with the tambourines. Praise Him. Let everything that has breath praise the name of the Lord. There's power in His presence. I remember in 19, November 1999, you know, Pam, you can go back on the keyboard. We're going to bring this home now. November 1999, and I was preaching in Watonga, Oklahoma, and I was there for five days revival. Never forget, his, his hand extended. And the pastor, we had... Great days of meetings. And after a Friday night meeting, I was in my hotel when the phone call came. The pastor was, pastor had a heart attack and was taken to the hospital. But on the way to the hospital, she requested for Gipe to come and pray for her. So I went to the hospital. When I got there, I tried to get in the emergency room three times. They shot me out three times. 
I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that the pastor asked for me to come and pray. They said I was not a close relative. I couldn't come in. So I started to open the prayer gate. Come on. I start to pray in the Holy Ghost. Dambrukuski bamboshi pamboraskovaba ribundeskuba anduti skuba harash. I was praying. Ibo shambra riba. I was pacing the floor in front of that emergency room, praying. Rabanduski ba iskonde kamrundiskuva abru iskonde eri abon kamrundiskush. I was praying. After praying for a while, finally the doctor, the husband came out with two doctors. And the doctor said, uh, the, uh, later her husband said, um, Gia, I want to thank you for your ministry, for everything you've done for our church. Sharon is dead. They give her 20 electric shock to try to jumpstart her heart. Nothing has worked. And they said, because of the low level of concentration of oxygen in her brain, even if she's revived at this point, she's going to be a vegetable. So I've decided I want to keep the memory that I had of my wife. I'm going to go home. Everybody say, Gipe is a nice guy. Why do you have a hard time saying that? <laughs> my wife calls me a gentle giant. I am a nice guy. But in the spirit, I can be intense. So when I heard these words, it's like I became angry. It was not like in the flesh, like my spirit. Something rose within me. So I grabbed this man that just lost his wife. And I lifted him up and pinned him against the wall. I said to him, Every day in your church this week, God heal people. Your wife is only 50 years old. You're gonna get her die. You're gonna let her die without giving God a chance. I'm already here. She asked for me to pray for her. I said, you can go home if you want to. But I'm gonna step in there. I want to pray for her, and I believe God's gonna raise her from the dead. And I drop him. Hello? Give him credit because the following week he called me and said, thank you for rebuking me and teaching me how to be a man of God. These two doctors saw me picking up a man that just lost his wife, pinning him against the wall. And I said to them, I'm not from around here. I am her guest. She requested for me to pray for her. And you guys are blocking me. Can I pray for her? Of course, after they saw what I did to the man. They let me in the emergency room. And the doctor, they say, the doctor, Dr. Akshfak, I think his name was, you know, not a, from a Muslim origin. He told us, let him do whatever he wants to do. There were four nurses that they cleared. They cleared. The body was laying there. And here we have a dead woman. The line was flat. And so I stood there in front of this dead body. 
I took one hand, my left hand, I put it on her head. And my right hand, I put it right here. And I started to pray in tongues. I started to pray in tongues. But to be honest with you, in the beginning, it was not, you know, I can have deep tongues, you know, really pray. But it wasn't really like the deep, the real me. Because there was an intimidation factor in the hospital. But then I felt like the Spirit of God was telling me, what do you have to lose? The two doctors think that you're crazy. Show them what a big black crazy man can do. Let it be legitimate. Make it legit. That's what my, that was my thought. So I went and I just let it rip. I'm telling you. Rambundi, kambundi, jugabama. When the Channel 4 came and they interviewed the doctors, they said, what happened in the emergency room? What did you do to get this woman to come back to life? The doctor said, we did not do anything. The whole entire time, the big black man was speaking some kind of jungle language when the woman came back to life. I know, I know I'm a black man, but I was speaking no jungle language. With all due respect, I was praying in the Holy Ghost. Come on, this thing called the Holy Ghost is more than just producing a sound that sounds like something you heard in a cartoon movie, Akuna Matata. It's more than producing the sound of a Japanese car, Kawasaki or Suzuki. This thing called the Holy Ghost, come on. It is the power of God. It will unleash the presence of God. Glory be to God. It will release the power of God in a difficult situation. He that prays in tongues, pray and speaks mysteries. The language of angels. Romans chapter 8, 26. When we do not know how to pray, the Spirit helps. In the Greek, sonante labano. In our weakness, asthenia, inability to produce result, the Spirit will come together with us against our inability to produce resolve don't be ashamed of the Holy Ghost it is the power of God come on if you're baptized in the Holy Ghost pray in tongues right now Bandu, Shuvara, Ribaro, Eska, Lesko, Brendeko, Brende Braca, Zibroto, Askunde, Bambro, Zivalambunde, Ziblamambunde, Mambru, Mandika, Tokaramba, Atuke, Zemba, Rambambo, Zimbro. Mambru, Zimbro, Tescondre, Ambro, Asco, come on, let it rip. Zumbre, Zibro, Esconde, Abulekete, Anduke, Abure, Zumlakusa, 
Malutuki Punde Pambuke Pampamba Kandi Bambu Zimbra Bunde Zekala Bunde Zibro Zebra Here's the telling of that story. As I was praying, there was a time I stomped my left foot on the ground and I said, I rebuke the spirit of death and I prophesied the breath of God commanded to come into this body. And I said, Sharon, get back in your body. And Sharon, her testimony said, she said she was walking in heaven with Jesus. And Jesus says to her, Gipe is calling you. Do you want to go back? She said, Lord, I don't want to go back. I want to stay right here. And he said to her, you go back. I still have some work for you to do. And right there in that emergency room, we saw her left leg move. And sometimes when you're around a dead person, you think that they move, but they didn't move. But we saw her left hand go from here to here. Everybody saw that. And the flat line went up and down and up and down and up and down. Glory be to God. When the natural doctor could not raise her from the dead, Dr. Jesus raised her from the dead. When we opened the prayer gate, the miracle gate was open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They say she will have brain damage. Within one week, she was out of the hospital. The media came to her church and she was playing the piano perfectly healthy with no side effect whatsoever. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Tonight, we're going to finish this meeting tonight. We want to pray for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But before we do, Listen, knowing how to swim does not make you a fish. And going to church does not make you a Christian. You saw the power of God heal people here this morning, tonight. I want to encourage all of you to make sure that you get your life right with God. Hello? Very important. I'm talking to three kinds of people. Number one, if you're here, you never ask Jesus to come into your life. As your personal Lord and Savior, I'm talking to you. Maybe you ask Jesus to come into your heart, but you're not living right. I'm talking to you. Or maybe number three, you're here today. You're not sure that if you die today, you will go to heaven. I'm talking to you. The Bible says, if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. It's what I call the miracle of transformation. The power of God has the ability to transform your life spiritually, physically, emotionally, in every way you can be transformed. So I'm going to ask you tonight, if you say, I want to receive the miracle of transformation, I want you to raise your hand right now. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. With all these hands, let's all pray together. Say this with me. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. I repent from all my sins and I declare that Jesus Christ 
is my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, I receive the miracle of transformation. Transformation in my mind. Transformation in my spirit. Transformation in my body. I will never be the same. Never, never again. In Jesus' name. Can you burn with a shout and say amen? amen. Now, if you're here today and you do not pray in tongues, or maybe you used to pray in tongues, you stopped praying in tongues, or you just want to have a, a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. I mean, if you know, you can leak. Uh, some are praying in tongues 15 years ago. Some people pray in tongues, but it's like, it's stale. It's like, no, you need to have a gushing. Hallelujah. And don't be embarrassed, but if you're here, you say, I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I want it to overflow in me. I want you to raise your hands right now. I'm going to pray for you. Hallelujah. Raise your hand. Hallelujah. All right. Stand up where you are. We're going to pray and believe God. Now I want you to get out of your seat and come down here in the front. Hallelujah. Those of you at home, you can be baptized there too. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now listen, let me just give you just a few instructions. Not too long. Just a few instructions. Alright? Now you have to understand, Paul said, when I pray in the Spirit, he said, my spirit prays. Yeah, you can put distance between you. He said, my spirit prays. But my understanding is unfruitful. Somebody say, my spirit prays. But my understanding is unfruitful. So here's what Paul is saying. Prayer in the spirit, it's an activity of the spirit. It's not a mental thing. It is by the spirit. And here's what Paul also said. He said, the spirit will give us utterance. Somebody say utterance. What is an utterance? An utterance is an inspiration. Somebody say inspiration. It's an inspiration to say something that is not in any language that you know. All right? Okay. So the gifts of the spirit are stirred by an act of the will. Somebody say an act of the will. So my will has to be involved in this. Hello? Because sometimes people come here in altars to receive the Holy Spirit and they think that I'm just going to stand here the Spirit of God is going to open my mouth and speak for me. No, no, no. The gifts of the Spirit are stirred by an act of the will. You have to do the speaking. You get inspired to say something that is not English. It might be two syllables or three syllables. Something like that. But you have to say it. You have to say it, right? The, Lord, the other thing I want to say to you is this. Paul said, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit. For they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them, for they are spiritually discerned. In other words, this exercise is something completely foolish to your mind. You're going to feel stupid. 
Thank you for your support. So you have to be willing to do something crazy. Hello? Something that does not make sense. So this is completely out of... So a lot of people that are very intellectual sometimes struggle with this. They have like a mental blockage because they cannot, they, they cannot add up one plus one. This is not one plus one. This doesn't make sense. So you got to put that out of the equation. But you have to flow. Somebody say flow. You have to use your faith. What is faith? Functioning like it's already happened before it happens until it happens. So by faith you receive it. By faith you speak. By faith you release it. Amen? Amen. So doing something foolish, receiving an inspiration from God, it's turned by an act of the will. Your will is involved. But, and then you have to put a voice behind it. Here's what happens sometimes. People stand there, they mumble something. They don't even hear themselves. So you got to put the voice behind I know you don't think that you sound beautiful. But it's beautiful to God. Put your voice behind it and speak loud. So I want you to raise your hands and say this with me. Say, Father God, I ask you to baptize me with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. I believe, therefore I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit now take a deep breath and pray in the spirit father i pray right now in the name of jesus be baptized in the holy spirit receive the gift of speaking in tongues now receive it now release it Shopra. yes i see lips moving but more than lips moving you need to put a voice behind it Put a voice behind it. Remember, they are stirred by an act of the will. Your will. Shombrete. Yes, yes, yes. Loud, loud. I see almost everybody has their lips moving. Now put a voice behind it. Put a voice. Put a voice. Shombreke. Dipato. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, it's your tongue. It's your gift. Yes. Come on. I see everybody here with their lips moving. That's a good sign. Ribosha. Riboboshe. Receive. Receive. Resh cobra. Loud, 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 loud. Kiboshe. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it's yours. Let it go. Speak it loud. Yes, loud, loud. Yes, loud. Yes. Yes. Oh, your tongue is so beautiful. I'm jealous. Hiko rabasha. Ooh. Riposo toto. Ukur. Oh my God. Such beautiful tongues. I'm getting jealous here. Pray for me. Rishkota. Rikusukuraba. Hikiribo Sonta. Shondoto Toto. Koraba Soto. Oh yes. Ukaraba. Rukasa. Rikasa. Pray, pray, pray. Don't stop. Ripaso. Shikiribo. Ribaba Sotoro. Pray. Yes, yes. It's your tongue. Hey, Rabasha. Pray, pray. Pray, pray. Oh, pray, pray. Pray, loud. Oh, pray, pray, pray. So beautiful. So beautiful. Oh, no, no. So beautiful. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Loud. Shundotoko Rabababa. It's your tongue. Release it. Release it. Rico Soto Toto Toke Rabasa. Rico Soto Release it now. 
Yes, I see those lips moving. Release it. Release it loud, loud, loud. Rico Soto. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Rico Soto. Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh, Rabba Soto. Rico Rabba. Oh, yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, yes. Loud, loud, loud. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. At home, you're watching. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There in your living room, the same power is there to Shundre, Zumbra, Rimbo, Kintrosa, Embrondesha. Everybody stop, stop, stop. Pray in tongues. Stop. Pray in tongues. Stop, you see? You can pray in tongues and you can stop. It's turned by an act of the wheel. Pray in tongues. The next step, the next step is that you got to translate your language. All right? So many times, whenever you pray in tongues, sometimes you have an utterance, you know, quiet yourself a little bit. You will have a spontaneous flow like a flow of thoughts sometimes coming from your innermost being you will hear it in your spirit you will translate your prayer language hello and that's that's powerful and that's that equal prophecy you don't need a prophet the spirit of god lives inside of you hello i was, I was driving in Orlando with my wife and suddenly i heard a tongue rise in my spirit I pray it out and then I heard in my spirit, slow down. Thank you for your support. And I slowed down. And when we got to that stop sign, there was a car coming from the other side really fast. And this car coming on this side didn't stop and hit that car. If I was going at the same speed, when that car hit that car, that car was going to hit us. Hello? powerful hello and many times it's like that God's going to give you prophetic messages sometimes over your children over your own lives when you pray and I encourage you every day I try to pray at least one hour in the Holy Ghost at least sometimes two hours depending now if you didn't receive most of you spoke in tongues I remember the first time when I went forward to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit because I'm a thinker. Thank you for your support. So thinking, you know, when you're a thinker, your mind sometimes will stop you from receiving this. But later I, I receive it. Amen. So I want to encourage you, don't be discouraged, but most of you spoke in tongues here today. Almost 99%. Amen. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. You may go back to your seat. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Glory be to God. So praise be to God. This is it. 
Listen, tomorrow, somebody say tomorrow. I think we're going to take, you know, the action gate, our last gate tomorrow. And then, and then Tuesday, we're going to begin with some other things. Praise be to God. Have, some, have, you, have you been enjoying these meetings? Is it powerful or what? Glory be to God. Do you know at least two people that could have been here today? Could have been healed, set free, encouraged. Amen. So, you know, let, the, let this be part of the conversation on social media, on the internet. Why is it that there's always negativity? Why don't we put something positive? Why don't you tag somebody, invite somebody? Why don't you get on the phone and text? Text some of your, you know, enemies. You know, text some of your friends, your neighbors, people you know, and tell them we're going strong. It's only going to get stronger. Amen. So tomorrow night we're going to be here. We're going to continue to flow in the Holy Ghost, preach the word, pray, prophesy, believe God for miracles, signs, and wonders. Amen. I will encourage you, you know, to be part of what God is doing in synagogue. Stop by the table, get a gift, buy something. Glory be to God. You can take one of these and see really what we're doing over there. And that's cool. God bless you, Pastor, Pastor uh, Mark. I'll be out there in the back uh, signing books and doing those kinds of things. And God bless you. Amen. 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 Well, God is good. Amen. Hey, all of you that got filled with the Holy Spirit, if you'd like to, there's a little mini book called Why Tongues, and it's an incredible little mini. It tells you why you need to keep speaking and what it does and what it'll be a blessing to. So if you'd like to have that, I'm not sure exactly where we have all those things at. And uh, I, I have 10 in my drawer in my office, so... I will go grab those after service here if you'd like. To. I know that because I always have some. Yeah, they're in my middle drawer in my what drawer on the left there. Say, so how come you have 10? Because I just keep them. Uh, and uh, hallelujah. So I think there might be some back here hiding too, but I don't know. I just have I remember those. And uh, uh, so glory to God because it's a blessing. You know, and if you, you know, receiving Jesus, we have a lot of things that we have. We have this new life uh, and uh, some things that we have as far as, you know, what is not this in life. It's called Limitless. Yes, which is excellent. It talks about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, too. So it's a really cool book that we like to give to you. Hey, let's all stand up. Hallelujah. And it's a really cool thing. I love all of you. Glory to God. You know, we're going to continue. God's going to do supernatural things. So we just believe that with all of our heart. How do all of you that are watching, praise God, continue. We're going to be here tomorrow night. Service starts at 7. It's Tuesday night, 7. Wednesday night, tonight was 6.30. Hey, we love all of you. God bless you. You're all dismissed.